1: Well, when I left you Friday, I didn't expect to come back Monday and be in the middle of an episode of Top Gun Maverick, but apparently that's where we are. And there may be an even bigger story out there as it relates to Ohio, as if uh, shooting down an unidentified balloon over Lake Huron is not close enough to Ohio. Um, I don't want to be alarmist, but I also don't want to be uh, ignoring video that i'm seeing right now online from an entity called upward news i don't know anything about upward news all i can tell you is they have 62,000 followers on twitter and that's not reflective of anything other than i think you know they're not a they're not a crank organization in that they are something that was made up in the last day or two It would be hard to have that many followers if you were made up in the last day or two. So they've been around a while, but being around a while doesn't mean anything in terms of your authenticity. MSNBC's been around a while, and NBC's been around forever, and all the major networks have. But I bring it up because they have video online of uh, what they say is uh, an EPA emergency response team in the middle of the ohio river near east palestine taking what they say are samples and again i'm not i'm not authenticating this report i'm just saying that it is out there and the reason why this is big is because if you look at a map uh the train derailment in east palestine is very close to the ohio river and if you know which way the ohio river flows which is you know downhill from east to west toward the mississippi river uh that is a major tributary of most people's groundwater and including mine <laughs> because i live in the country and we pull our water out of the ground and many of you do out there in rural areas and if the train derailment and the toxic chemicals and the burn and all this uh, there are reports that they're pulling dead fish out of the water that there are uh, cows in the area that have uh, died suddenly uh, from from what you know was being portrayed as air pollution. So again, I, I'm not presenting all this as fact. I'm saying it is a situation that bears our watching because if we have via this train derailment issues with air pollution and water pollution in the state of Ohio, uh, that has the possibility of having very 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 far-reaching ramifications going into. The future for us, for our kids, for anybody who lives in the Ohio River Basin. Now, it's not as if the um, apparently uh, routine now shooting down of unidentified aircraft uh, should be ignored either because it's Super Bowl weekend now in our rearview mirror. And when things happen on the weekend, I don't know about you, but I'm not as engaged in the headlines during the weekend as I am during the week. I'm in here five days a week, I'm going over the headlines, trying to make sense of the headlines, analyze the headlines for you on 98.9 The Answer and 94.5 The Answer in Dayton. But on the weekend, if I can get away from the craziness of the news headlines, I do until catching up again on Sunday night so I can prepare for today's show. But when they are scrambling airspace over Montana, over Lake Huron, when they are shooting down balloons, that's kind of a big deal because... I've been alive a while, and I don't ever remember that happening before. And in fact, it hasn't happened before. And when the most transparent president ever, he promised us to be, does not come out and tell us what is going on, I find that strange and a bit alarming. Could be for several reasons. Number one, I think he has a responsibility, the president does, to tell us why they are shooting down objects over northern Alaska. It was the second one because, of course, we all know about the Chinese pl- balloon that flew across our country and took a circuitous path from top to middle to back over the east coast where it was shot down over Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What was that, a week ago? Was that two weeks ago? Time flies. It was a week ago. Two weeks ago. Whatever. We all know about it, and they're still trying to recover it. These craft, objects, whatever they are, the size of a small car. I've heard they had propulsion capabilities. Now, is that wrong? Is it right? We're not getting details. Well, we are getting details from the person who is uh, schooled in the details, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. She was on one of the woke networks over the weekend explaining in answer to this question from the commentator uh, why the United States was engaged in... In shooting something down over uh, the nation, let's say to our north,
0: why is why is the American military shooting something? Out of the sky over Canada.
1: Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD okay. is part of like a, it, part of a, it's a, it's a, what you call a coalition, a consortium, a, a pact, so, okay. exactly. And so mm. that's why we were able to do that. Again, it, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in, in, uh, in, uh, clearly in, 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 in step with uh, right. Canada. There you go. So uh, there's nothing uh, to uh, worry uh, about. Uh, 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 uh. We are shooting things down in concert with our partners from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She gets worse at her job every single day. Every single day she gets worse at it. The uhs yeah. really bother me. She's supposed to be a professional's Communicator, yeah. Speaking on behalf of the White House. Yes. Somebody tweeted over the weekend after that clip came out. Imagine the situation we'll all be in when people who are in jobs like, oh, I don't know, airline pilots are diversity hires like Corinne Jean-Pierre. That they get their job, not because they're really, really good at flying planes, really, really able to handle the stress of the moment under duress. They got their jobs in any realm. Firefighters, police, as diversity hires, like her. Wow, is she bad. But what are these objects in the sky? Will we find out? The president has nothing scheduled today. Huh? What? Three unidentified objects? I didn't say UFOs. I said unidentified because they are unidentified. If you don't know where they come from and you don't know what they are, they are unidentified. Now, are we in the middle of uh, an alien invasion? Well, uh, as crazy as that sounds, it doesn't sound uh, all that crazy to the commander of NORAD. Have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials?
0: terrestrials, and if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it.
1: That's a lovely thought. I haven't ruled out anything at this point in time. Fox is reporting that these objects are small metallic balloons with tethered payloads. Gee, that's not ominous. It could be chemical weapons. It could be who knows what. ay The weakness of Joe Biden on the international stage, I think at the very least, if this turns out to be China, it turns out to be Russia, turns out to be someone else, I don't know, shows that It's becoming more bold, more uh, cavalier, the idea that, eh, it's American airspace, but mm, go ahead. What are they going to do about it? Now, I also found that uh, one explanation coming from, well, here's the the air traffic control in one of the areas where one of these items was flying uh, over the weekend. We just had something go right over the top of us that... I say this looked like a long cylindrical object. that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast. It went right over the top of it. almost looked like a cruise missile. Now, we know China has hypersonic missiles. I would assume we would at least know what one looks like, even though we don't have them ourselves. But this is not great. There's nothing about this that feels to me like our military, our executive branch, has a good handle on what is going on. None of it feels like we have a very good handle about what is going on. One of the reasons why they don't hold a briefing is because they don't know what to say in a briefing. Another reason why they might not hold a briefing is because they know what it is. They don't quite know how to portray it, so they don't cause widespread panic. Another reason why they might not hold a briefing is because they now know what it is, and they realize they vastly overreacted, which that's a possibility, too. But it is, to me, amazingly something that we are not up in arms in this country about the fact that we are engaging. We're engaging in acts of war. When you shoot down something with an F-22 that is an act of war. That's not me being alarmist. This is General Jack Keene on that topic. President Biden has done this four times, three times for America, one time for Canada. He has taken hostile action to defend our airspace. And we have yet to get explanation in detail from him and the Defense Department in terms of what has taken place. Hostile action. Yeah, that's what it is. Hostile action is an act of aggression. And you respond with aggression when you feel people are acting aggressively toward you. And invading American airspace is, inv- is invading you over all parts of the country, including one dangerously close to the state of Ohio. We'll have more on this next. So what is behind all the... Sudden uh, dogfights in the air over the skies of the United States and Canada. The uh, number two object shot down on Friday was north of Alaska. Now They've not recovered anything yet. Said to be complicated by the really, really cold weather and frozen waters in the area. Then Saturday, a third item shot down east of Alaska in the Yukon Territory. That's part of Canada, western Canada, east of Alaska. And then yesterday, uh, we had an item shot down, an object shot down over Lake Huron, which of course is one of the Great Lakes. So we're looking for explanations as to why this might be. Uh, Is it China? Are they thumbing their nose at us because we shot down their... One spy balloon that floated over the Aleutian Islands, over Alaska, down through, well, here, let uh, Michael McCall uh, tell us all about the flight plan of that first Chinese spy balloon.
0: This balloon went over three of our most sensitive nuclear sites, one being in Montana that runs the triad. It went over our strategic command in Omaha, Nebraska, and then finally in Missouri, uh, the B-2 bomber site, uh, this was not by action. It was by design.
1: So Michael McCall is a Texas congressman. He's a member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And if you're China and you got away with surveilling the whole entire country, well, you might enjoy poking the bear. But this, these three other I, I, uh, objects shot down might be China retaliating for, oh, you shot that one down? Here, let us show you what else we can do. And Now, Pam tells me that they... Uh, there is a an accident on I-71 North at State Route 665.
0: Right. On the south side, Grove City area, we're just getting word, very limited information right now that 71 North is closed between
1: 665 and 62, again, in the Grove City area. And we understand a state trooper was involved in a crash with mm. serious injuries in the crash, but we don't know if the serious
0: injuries are the trooper or someone else involved in another vehicle. Very limited information right now. But if you're coming up from the south side, You'll need to hop off there at 665 and work your way north
1: from there. Very good. Yeah, be careful in that area. Now, could it be that we are just more sensitive, more heightened to the uh, presence of things in our skies that we weren't aware of before? I mean, we heard after the first Chinese balloon, oh, you know, uh, they did this during the Trump administration because, of course, if you can blame anything on Trump, do it. We heard this during the Trump administration, but, but Trump didn't know it. Only Joe Biden, once he got in there, Joe Biden, like, tidied up all the loose ends over at the Pentagon and NORAD. And Joe got on the phone because he's, you know, an expert in military and radar and all those other things. Uh, here's the commander of NORAD, Glenn Van Herrick, talking about uh, adjustments they have made since that first Chinese balloon.
0: We have adjusted some of those gates uh, to give us better fidelity On uh, seeing slower objects, you can also filter out by altitude. And so with some adjustments, we've been able to uh, get a better uh, categorization of radar tracks now. And that's why I think you're seeing these overall. Plus, there's a heightened uh, alert to look for this information.
1: So is that supposed to make me feel better? That now that we've had a Chinese spy balloon fly over the entire country and look at every single nuclear silo and missile defense system that we have, Nora had decided to expand its fidelity? And basically what he's saying is, eh, these have been here all along. Now we're just looking with a finer tooth comb and we're finding them. Um. If so, that does not make me feel any better. It just does not make me feel any better. Uh, nor does the idea, voiced here by Mark Thiessen of the Washington Post, that perhaps the reason they're not coming out and telling us is because... They don't know themselves. Well, that's maybe why they're not briefing us. But I mean, Jack is right. Uh, the, we ha- we have engaged in air combat over America, North American airspace, both across, uh, in the United States and Canada. And the President of the United States hasn't addressed the country. I mean, if, the, if this was Ronald Reagan, he wouldn't have given an address to the nation by now and talking about what, what we're doing about this. Uh, so, uh, you know, so I, I did. The, the silence is unacceptable. The fact that, that a foreign adversary is penetrating our air defenses, apparently it will is unacceptable, and we need to get to the bottom of this because next time it could be a weapon, (laughs) and we are vulnerable. Uh, You know, an EMP weapon, ideal way to deliver an EMP weapon would be with a high-altitude balloon. Hmm. He's talking about some kind of an electromagnetic attack, which I was pondering this today because I heard Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, talking about this. Just imagine if this scenario painted by Ron Johnson were to come true because of an attack from thousands and thousands of feet up via one of these unidentified objects it certainly doesn't seem like these uh uh unmanned craft you know whatever whatever these objects are i mean we saw the one balloon i don't know if these last two objects are Uh, they're not easy to detect
0: and i've been warning for years about the risk of a high altitude nuclear blast that could create an electromagnetic pulse that could wipe out our electronics uh, even a geomagnetic disturbance could do the same thing, and we haven't prepared for it. We, we spent a trillion dollars on an infrastructure plan, and we don't buy the large power transformers that we could you know, put in place if the other ones are knocked out. These things are basically irreplaceable in the short term. So we, we are not
1: prepared for this, and we've got uh, you know, to say the B team is probably even accurate. Uh, we, we do not have the A team on the field right now, and it should alarm Americans. An electromagnetic pulse that would knock out all our communications devices. that would make the COVID shutdowns look like a walk in the park. Imagine if nobody's cell phone worked. I was pondering this this morning. If nobody's cell phone worked, how many times a day do you use your cell phone? Not just to call people, to get from here to there? Directions? GPS? None of that would work. Here's an idea. How many numbers of close associates and friends do you know by heart in your head? Of course, I it wouldn't really make any difference if you didn't know your best friend's cell phone number because you just say into your phone, call Bill, call Julie. Wouldn't really make any difference because knowing their number wouldn't help because you couldn't call them anyway. How many people have gotten rid of their home phones, their wired phones? Emergencies that you now use your cell phone to call 911 for, you could not use anymore. Would our cars even start with all the chips? Would our stoves work? Would our refrigerators work if they have a chip in them, if there was an electromagnetic pulse from above?